A single man creates a dating app where he's the only man allowed on it. And a California town has the slowest internet in the United States. And dozens of taxi drivers storm a hospital morgue to retrieve the body of a baby that was held over unpaid bills. These are the weird stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. Let's get into the weird stories. Hope you had a great weekend. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. Weird AF News, where weirdos come to raise an eyebrow or two or get a few laughs with your host, Comedian Jonesy. This California town has the slowest internet in the United States. And my heart goes out to them already. I don't know anything about them. But this is in my lovely state of California. Drivers cruise by on Interstate 80, a busy artery that cuts across Northern California, never knowing that they're passing through the town called Newcastle, the unincorporated rural community. Tucked into the foothills, a half-hour drive from Sacramento, is home to more than 1,200 people in several fruit orchards. Ooh, fruit orchards. Lovely. That sounds lovely. Newcastle is hailed as an important stop on a newly built transcontinental railroad in 1864. The town's reputation was built around its produce production back in the day. Newcastle has retained its historical charm. The centuries-old landmarks, narrow country roads... That weave through hillside homes and vintage storefronts are from a different era. But that's not what's most remarkable about this California town that's nestled amid bustling technological centers. Even though it is a mere hours from Silicon Valley, Newcastle, unfortunately, has the slowest internet in the country. It is one of the many rural communities across the nation on the edges of a digital divide that has been growing wider for decades. While most metro areas are adopting the latest innovations in communication technology and setting the standards for connectivity, rural residents are often left with outdated options or are unable to get online in their home and their businesses. Despite Newcastle's proximity to high-speed hubs, the town's speed averages 3.7 megabits per second, according to tests done by HighSpeedInternet.com. For comparison, the average internet speeds are closer to 160 megabytes, roughly 100 miles south in San Francisco. 3.7, this poor town, Newcastle. Many people in Newcastle don't even have access to the internet at all. Nearly 30% of the households in town don't have a broadband subscription. Communities are struggling to keep pace with digital development. They're facing many hurdles. Slow speeds have been found to limit business growth, and they're associated with higher rates of unemployment. Very, very sad in Newcastle. I often... um, well, my internet is not the best either, and that's because uh, I, I live in this uh, kind of a spacious apartment, right? Spacious, Jonesy? It sounds like you're living in the lap of luxury. No, no, it's spacious because I have three roommates. <laughs> it's a giant. And the, the internet is, is, on one, uh, is in one area of the apartment, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tucked in the corner. I'm a little furthest from the internet. It can be very, very frustrating sometimes. But this is nothing compared to Newcastle. My goodness, how do you even live in a place like this? I, I feel bad. Newcastle's economy has struggled in recent years, by the way. Yes, they're giving you the stats on the poverty level, the median income. Here's a quote. It's pretty well known that an internet connection these days in, is vital to getting a job, applying for school, even kids who are trying to do their homework and they need to do a lot of research. Uh, yeah, you know, it's sad. And, and uh, you know, we live in a high-tech capitalist culture and uh, yet there are some places where you feel like am I really living in a high-tech culture what's going on here 
And Newcastle is one of those things. We also live in a culture that most of the time doesn't feel like you're living in Armageddon. But when you go to places like uh, downtown Los Angeles, you're like, wow, is it the end of the world? Is it here? And at times like that, you kind of forget about your internet speed. And you just, well, you run to, you run to your car screaming because uh, homeless people are chasing you and groaning. <laughs> this is what's going on. Oh, yes. Uh, I, did, I once did a little search on uh, the internet speeds across the world. And you'd be very surprised to find that the U.S. Is, uh, is not at the top of the list. Nowhere close, as a matter of fact. Very low on the list of, of uh, worldwide internet speeds per country. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for this. I have my own theories. But it's very sad to imagine that uh, we don't have that fast of an internet across, you know, on a global scale, you know. After all, without the internet, it's so important, right? We do all our commerce on there. Everything's going on on the internet. Uh, and, and in fact, you're listening to this to this amazing podcast because of this. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. This is the reasons I'm very concerned with it. And I, I need to get Newcastle some upgraded internet so that they can listen to Weird AF News, guys. I think we need to bring Weird AF News to Newcastle. Uh, after all, I'm doing a story on them. Who else is going to do a story on them, really, on a podcast? And the problem is they probably can't even hear this because they just it would take them two days to download the damn thing. So let's let's get a Kickstarter going. Let's get some <laughs> – how about I just go to Newcastle? It's in my state, and I'll just do the podcast live for them right there, and we'll give it to them. Anybody live up there want to um, – Want to let me crash on their couch? A single man created a dating app where he's the only guy allowed. This is brilliant. This genius, what's his name? 31-year-old Aaron Smith from Greensboro, North Carolina. Aaron Smith can put his finger on exactly what's wrong with dating apps. Here's a quote from this genius. The biggest problem with the other apps is that my face is not featured prominently. To cut down on the competition, Aaron created a new app called Singularity. What's unique about the new dating app is that he's the only man allowed on it. <laughs> no matter how many times you swipe, it's only different versions of his face. Oh, unbelievably smart, right? It's probably doesn't it's not gonna work, but I love where he's going with this. Here's a quote from him. Hey man, if life gives you lemons, you should first make lemonade, right? And then you should make sure no other companies can produce or distribute their own lemonade. So the only game in town is your lemonade. Aaron even made a commercial to promote the app. His app called Singularity was created with the help of his best friend and software engineer, Scott McDowell, who's quoted, All of us who have done online dating in some sort of way can all relate to the fact that it really does sometimes suck. <laughs> yeah, and so what did you do? You guys just made it... Made it only work for one person. But in doing so, I don't think it's going to work for this one person. I just don't. I think people will find it very creepy that he's the only one on there. Although, who knows? Maybe some ladies will find the humor in it. And they may be attracted to him because it's very funny. It's a funny thing to do. He's obviously a playful kind of guy. Others will think he's creepy, of course. Others may think, wow, what a brilliant person who can create his own software and apps, obviously. Maybe this guy's, you know a super rich nerd, and then maybe I could date him because of this reason. I mean, it could work out is what I'm saying with this dating app. Uh, how do you improve your chances on the dating apps? Well, the article goes on to give you some tips on how to do that. I have no tips for you, to be honest with you. I, When I was on the dating apps deep into it, I was trying to be funny on there. That kind of worked for me a little bit. But, I mean, you got to kind of 
what is it? You, I think you got to just kind of put out your best quality, whatever that might be. Sometimes the best quality isn't you. It's your puppy. And so a lot of pictures of your puppy. Um, as for Aaron, he hasn't heard from many women after making his new app. He says, nope, nope, no one calls me, just my mom. He hopes creativity will be the key to finally making love happen. He says, hopefully it will give people a chuckle about just the absurdity of what we're reduced to as a society. Yes, what are we reduced to as a society? A, a, a swipe on an app? You look at a photo of someone and decide whether or not that person is for you? That's what it's come down to. It seems, uh, with the dating apps anyways. Here are some stats on the dating apps. Uh, from ages 18 to 45, Tinder is actually the king of dating apps. You've heard of Tinder. People from the ages of 25 to, 20, uh, to 34 mo- use mostly plenty of fish. And 45 to 65-year-olds are most likely to find love on match. Those are the numbers. I was on a bunch of these things, and, and uh, yeah, it's very difficult to make this stuff work. Um, at least that was my experience. There are uh, a lot of hilarious, weird dating site themes and dating app themes that I've come across Um one of them is called uh, – I'm going to run through a few of these for you because I think they're hilarious. Date a golfer. Pretty obvious. Uh, diaper mates is for adults who wear diapers. Okay. It's kind of weird if you want to date an adult that wears diapers. I guess a certain age group wears diapers. I don't know if that's – I mean because – and that's probably a deal breaker for a lot of people. So you might as well just put it right out there. Hey, guys, I wear diapers. Just to like when you let everybody know that like, hey, I have herpes when you're on the herpes dating site. There's one uh, for gluten-free singles. There's one for clown dating. Uh, Okay. I guess it's just for clown. I mean, how does that even work? Equestrian singles, if you're into uh, horse riding. Mullet passions. This is the perfect site if you want a guy with a mullet. (laughs) I don't know why you would want to do that. One of them is called uh, Ugly Schmucks. Uh, Okay, Ugly Schmucks is uh, if you want to find someone with a self-esteem as low as yours. Uh, sea captain dating. I guess that's for finding people who have a boat, maybe? Uh, wow. Yeah, herpes fish. That's for people with herpes. Date skaters. Oh. You want to date some skater boys or girls. Amish dating. I'm sure you've heard of that one. Uh, the funny part about that is how many Amish people are actually using dating apps or... Any technology of any sort. Vampire passions is for people who are very much into uh, vampire lifestyle. I don't know. Farmers only, we've heard of, right? Farmers trying to find each other. That's pretty cool. Naturist passion. Huh. I guess that's for... This is strictly for nudists. So if you're not wearing pants right now, this this, uh, is something you should download. Marry Me Already is a dating site. Uh... And the twist is, it says here that every user is ready to get married, so there's no casual dating. How does that work? You just go get married? Hey, what do you, you, you want to get married on Wednesday? Shouldn't we meet first? Nah. Just go, let's just go get married. <laughs> this is wild. If you've ever come across the, uh, a weird date site, yeah, please share it with me at Weird AF News. Maybe you have a weird dating story, some sort of dating fail. Um, I'm sure everybody has one of those. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Happy Monday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A gang of taxi drivers storm a hospital morgue to get the body of a baby that was held over unpaid bills. This is a very sad story, but it has a happy ending. I want to end on a high note. Well, apparently a family who say they were refused by a hospital in Indonesia to take the body of their dead baby home due to unpaid medical bills got a helping hand from a convoy of motorcycle taxi drivers. So their six-month-year-old... Six-month-old baby had been treated for about a week with lymphoma in this hospital in Padang, Sumatra, and then passed away. And the uh, the facility was not releasing the body because of unpaid medical bills. Now, in Islam, burials should normally take place as soon as possible, ideally the next day. But the baby's mother said they couldn't take their baby from the morgue until they paid... 25 million rupees, which is about $1,800 that they owed to the, to the medical facility. Uh, this is when they decided that they would get some help and take the baby by force. The motorcycle gang included a family relative that was part of it. They forcibly grabbed the body from the morgue after arriving with the crew. Here's a quote from one of the drivers. We are human. What if it was our own child? Now, um, yes, I agree. You got to do what you can to get your baby out of there. For sure. For sure. Footage of the incident went viral in the world's most populous Muslim country and sparked a debate about what poor people who can't afford to pay their medical bills should do in instances like this. There's been a number of recent cases in which children have been held by medical clinics until the bills are paid. I should say dead children have been held. Um, yes, the hospital director told the media that uh, he didn't know about the family's financial position. And in fact, in his opinion, the biker raid was dangerous because the body might have had a contagious disease. Yeah, True, but, you know, in instances like that, you're not going to care about that. You just want to get the baby into the arms of its family so that you can have a proper burial. This is a very religious country. The burial, I'd imagine, the burial procedure is very, very holy and is taken very seriously, as it usually is in strict religious nations. So this was so important to them, you know. So I love that the, a motorcycle gang got together to do this. This is what really excites me about the story. A motorcycle gang got together retrieving the baby body. This would make a great film, I think. Um, the story sadly also reminds me of, uh, you know, in life it's expensive to even die. Isn't that sad? You can't even die without it costing people some money. Crazy. Outrageous. It also reminded me of a time <clears throat> in New York City where I had an incident where my neighbor died. And he was from a very poor family in the South Bronx. And his family couldn't afford to uh, to give him a proper burial or really anything. And so my roommate and I um, got together and we we raised money so that we could retrieve his body from the morgue and uh, have it cremated and have, a, and have a funeral or a wake rather and a funeral. And uh, it took us days to raise this money. And meanwhile, his he was in the morgue and he was in the morgue way too long. 
Um, and this and it kind of it, it messed up the whole process for us. And it, it was just a, a reminder of, you know, you can't even die w- without it costing money. Um, but yeah, this story is a very feel good story, though. I, I love when citizens get together and they don't. Well, you know, it's against they broke the law. They broke into a hospital, got the body. But I, I, I support this. I really, really do. It, it makes me feel good that when a community comes together and takes down an institution like this. Ooh, I love it. I really, really love it. Yay! Got an alligator in my backyard and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Got an alligator in my patio and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Had an alligator at my birthday party and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Had an alligator in the front seat of my Volkswagen and nobody cares because it's Florida. Alligators everywhere and nobody cares in Florida. There's alligators everywhere and nobody cares. Hey everybody, this is Jonesy, your host, and I'm glad that you listened to the end of the show. I hope you had a nice weekend. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode, and I want to thank everybody who sent me articles. Unbelievable. Got a lot of calls over the weekend. I'll publish them at the end of this, including the angry Florida man, uh, as always. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Trillian McMillian on Twitter, who who wrote... uh, that Florida Fridays on Weird AF News is one of my favorite podcasts. Yes, Trillian McMillian, thank you so much for tweeting such things, spreading the word of Weird AF News. Please feel free to spread the word on social media like Trillian McMillian has done. Makes me feel good when I see that. You can tag me at Funny Jones or you can tag at Weird AF News as well on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'd love to hear that. Please uh, tell a friend about the show. You know, make it a, a suggestion to those that listen to podcasts that you know regularly. Hey, you might want to check this one out. Pretty cool. Uh, also, subscribe, like, share, all that stuff. Give it a rating if you feel like it. I'd appreciate that. Uh, I got two new Patreons, patrons over the weekend, and that made me so happy. You know what it's like to wake up and see two new patrons in your email box? Unbelievable. Big shout out to Swordfire. And Chelsea Gripe, or Greep, I hope I said it correctly. Swordfire sounds like a, uh, a uh, I don't know, a character from a Dungeons & Dragons story. It's like a level 14 fighter, I'd say. <laughs> Swordfire, big, big shout out to Swordfire. Big shout out to Chelsea Greep, or Gripe. I gotta get it right. I'll have to reach out to you guys. And uh, just, I know how to pronounce Swordfire, obviously. I played D&D. And then, uh, oh, did I just say too much right there? Are you guys gonna judge me now? Chelsea, I'll have to get your name. Either way, I love both of you for joining the Patreon. It means so much to me. Um, I, I love I love it when my fans support the show on this level. You can buy Jonesy a cup of coffee a month or something or help, you know, help pay the bills around here, which, you know, they're pretty – I get the bills down pretty cheap. I, I live pretty frugally. So, um, you know, it's not, it's not much, but every little buck counts. So I appreciate that. If you do <clears throat> listen to the show five days a week and you really enjoy it, yeah, please check out the Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash weirdafnews. You get bonus episodes. Uh, you get the Alligators Everywhere MP3 download. You get my album. I, I put a lot of blogs up there. Some lists like top weirdest films, this kind of stuff. I dive in there, do a little thing, have a good time with it. And so you, you know, if you're a part of it, you'll also have a good time. I think, I think you will. 
If you enjoyed the show at that level, I think you'd enjoy the extra stuff that I put up on there. So check it out, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And big shout-outs to Chelsea Greep and Swordfire. Oh, yes. Uh, lastly, call the show anytime, 646-450-2012. You can reach me on Instagram and Twitter, at Funny Jones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I love y'all. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Jonesy. This is your Patreon family calling to let you know that as a person and people who have been to your comedy shows, didn't know how to quite tell you until you admitted it yourself. But you are horrible. You are the worst comedian I have ever seen. I didn't know how to tell you, but you finally admitted yourself today on this episode, and now I'm calling to support your horribleness. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, man. I can't imagine you are horrible because, you know, you're good now. So... I never did see you when you were horrible, and I guess it's that uh, it goes to that old adage, practice makes perfect. So I am glad your family supported you, man, because you are quite a funny kid now, and I enjoy listening to you. You bring joy into my day and laughs, and if your family hadn't supported you, we would have no Jonesy and no Weird AF News. So thank your family from your Patreon family. Okay, Jonesy, I'm out. Oh, now, Jonesy, I gotta say, that was one hot woman story you just told about that uh, radio DJ artificially inseminating people. I mean, he just gave the old Tallahassee teaspoon, you know what I'm saying? A little extra, a little extra pushing in the pudding. Whatever the heck I'm trying to say, but I can't believe that they can just go having sex with random people like that. I mean, is that what DJs do nowadays? Alright, Jonesy, I'll get back at you. Come and knock on my door. We've been waiting for you. Please don't bite my penis, wife, it's your friend, send her away. (laughs) Uh, Having a tough time getting through these phone calls today, Jonesy. I've been chuckling, I've been giggling. A man hiding in the ceiling of a Walmart, and you want to put an entire police force dedicated to it. Come on now, Jonesy, there's a whole lot of other crazier shit going on in Florida that they should task an entire police force to, to, to cover. If you put one one cop in every Walmart, that just leaves Target open. You know what I'm saying, Jonesy? All them jackasses will be in Target falling out of ceilings and and dressing inappropriately and thinking they're Spider-Man and whatnot. Anyway, Jonesy, I got to get to going. Uh, I'm driving. Talk to you later. Oh, my God, Jonesy. What is this world coming to when you have to slip on a condom to go swimming? Jesus, what's this world coming to? And what are the poor women supposed to do? Saran wrap their pajajays and try to hope for the best? I mean, Jesus, I don't know what to think. Will a diaphragm work? Oh, God, this is, this, this is horrible. I can't imagine <laughs> the humanity.
Hey, Jonesy. Michael calling from Iowa City. On yesterday's uh, news stories, you did one about some gin made from elephant dung, or more specifically, the fruits and berries and botanicals that are contained in the elephant dung, which aren't completely digested. Uh, you expressed some igni uh, initial repulsion at making uh, some gin out of that and drinking that saying that you thought there might be some leftover poo smell or taste in the gin from that. But eventually you came around uh, and said you would give it a try. And it made me think about the uh, Kofi Lewick coffee that is made from the Asian palm um, civet that uh, people really value that, and it's quite expensive coffee. And it made me think that uh, you may have mentioned even trying some of that while you were in either Thailand or, or Bali on your recent vacation. Um, didn't you try some of that? And you said it was really good. Anyhow, uh, I don't think those remnants of taste stay around because it's purified and sterilized and uh, anyhow. But you, you did say you would eventually come around to it and try everything. You've said that before. You'll try anything once. So I give you full credit for that. But anyhow, um, I think those are pretty comparable types of things. And um, I just wanted to bring that up and, and say kudos to you for giving everything um, a try and going for the gusto and the zest in life and, and living your life and trying anything once. Anyway, congratulations on that and uh, where to go.